All right, everyone, welcome to our next podcast. This one is going to be all about Marvel and might even hit on some aspects of just everything going on in our lives. Um, first off, I want to talk about some of the upcoming projects that they have coming out. Um, right now, the big one that they've been pushing is Black Widow, and then they've been pushing um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is the next series that's coming out next month. So I don't know which one I'm more excited for. I think I'm pretty excited for Black Widow because it's been over a year just about since all the COVID and stuff. So I'm really excited to see what they planned on doing with Black Widow, but I'm still excited to see where they're going with this new chapter in phase four, I believe, and what they plan on doing with the Falcon. I know just seeing like the previews and stuff of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, their chemistry looks great together. They're like kind of going off of each other and laughing, making fun of each other. So I think it's going to be kind of a love-hate relationship, it seems like. But uh, let's just start with Black Widow. Luke, what do you, what do you think? What are you excited about? I'm still excited to find out what happened in Budapest, to be honest. I know. That's, <laughs> One thing I'm I got- still wanting to know is, is if we're going to go back and cover kind of what was going on with that. Now, here's what's uh, going to happen. They're going to joke around and say, yeah, you remember that time in Budapest? And that's all it's going to be. It's going to be like dangling in front of us. Yeah, they're just going to hint at it again without actually discussing it. It's because, just like, oh, we thought we told you guys what happened in Budapest. Yeah. Go on for six years without telling us. Because there's, you know, kind of something I want to talk about later. You know, they're doing a Hawkeye series, which they're going to introduce his daughter and things <clears> like that. So I'm, I'm thinking somewhere you've got to tell us about Budapest. That's it's. I think, hanging out there. I think they need to start with it. I really do. I think in the Black Widow series that if if not where they pick up, uh, either go back to the very beginning and kind of show her origin story, which would be really cool. They've given us some snippets of it and some hints at it through the rest of the Marvel movies, especially in like Age of Ultron and uh, things like that. So they've hinted at it, but they haven't ever really spelled out just where exactly she came from. And since they haven't really done an origin story with her yet, they just kind of said, oh, she's uh, started in Iron Man 2 and just said, yeah, yeah he's an agent. I'm like, let's go back and let's find out. And then let's see where her and Clint actually know each other from, how they got intertwined. And see, and from what I've read, the premise of the new movie is supposed to be after the events of Civil War. So this is after all the, you know, fighting between the groups and, you know, her kind of going back and forth between the sides who she's choosing for. So I'm kind of curious how much of the past is she's going to find. And, you know, I know we're going to see, you know, some more bad guys and things like that, but I'm, I'm just curious what they're going to connect between Civil War and the Infinity Wars. Ryan, what do you think? Regarding 
uh, Black Widow. I think the biggest part of Black Widow that we're probably sort of overlooking is um, Florence Pugh, who I think is going to be the lead going forward for that character. I don't know if she'll still be called. I don't know if she'll take over the mantle of Black Widow or if she'll be called whatever her name is or whatever her code name is, is in the movie. But I'm pretty certain that she'll be the person going forward. Um, and Black Widow is her really, sister, right? I think so. I, I don't know if it's her sister or if it's like adopted kind of family, like a blended adopted sort of family. Like they have someone who is, uh, I think his name is Red Guardian. You know, I think he's probably going to be like father figure. Then you have the other lady who's going to be like the mother figure. And then, you know, those are the two sister figures of that. So I think I would think that they're going to use her. Florence Pugh is a good actress. You just don't, you know, I don't think you, I don't think you just use her for one movie and then, you know, be done with her. I feel like they'd have some kind of a plan for her going forward. Well, this is what Uh, I I don't know. I've pretty much had seen Black Widow in a little bit of some comics and then mainly got to know more of her in the movie or the movies. So just reading here, you know, the, the girl is a sister figure, so it's not her actual sister. And she does take the name of Black Widow. Right, see. It also says that she's been a member of S.H.I.E.L.D., HYDRA, and a bunch of different things. So she's been on both sides of the stuff in the comics. Yeah, I, that's kind of what I expect to happen. Uh, honestly, whatever's about to happen, and I, I, I'm kicking it over a little bit here. The future is so uncertain at this point with, you know, what Marvel's doing um, just because of what's going on in WandaVision and then what they're trying to set up post WandaVision. Um, So whatever, we'll get a clearer picture. Take that step back a little bit. We will get a fuzzy picture whenever, um, whenever WandaVision ends. And then that picture will get a little bit clearer whenever um, Spider-Man and uh, Doctor Strange come out. We'll, we'll start to really understand that. They're casting right now, or they're, no, I don't know if they're actually casting for it, but they're, uh, Marvel has met with the writers for Fantastic Four, or people that are going to be writing, or potentially writing Fantastic Four. I don't know if they've actually had writers set for it, uh, set in stone for it, but they're meeting with writers. That's like, that was reported this week. So, and then, you know, with certain aspects of, of WandaVision, we know that the Young Avengers are going to be set up. I mean, that's just, you know, that seems pretty set in stone at this point that they're going to do Young Avengers soon. So, yeah. and I would imagine that her character, Florence Pugh's character, is going to be a part of that somehow, some way. Not just Young Avengers, but, you know, the Marvel Universe. So that's what I think about Black Widow. I can't wait to see the movie, um, but. You know, that's kind of what I'm looking f- looking forward to, to learning is what happens to some of these characters that are being introduced in this film. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you can't – I don't I don't think you bring back um, N- Natasha. You know, two characters you just don't bring back at this point are Natasha and Tony. There's no reason to bring them back, um, like, in a physical form, that is. So, you know, I think their characters are done in that way and so i'm not i'm not necessarily worried about her character i'm 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 
more curious about the other characters in the movie. Right. So before we move on with that, uh, Ross, what do you have to say about Black Widow? Um, you know, I'm kind of like with Luke. I, I kind of want to see, you know, the, a little bit of the origin story. Uh, you know, how she made that comment in the very first Avengers movie. They got a lot of red in my ledger. What does that what does that mean? What does all of that entail? Does that indicate that you know at some point I was a very bad person? Yeah. You know, that did bad things. And which you know, talk about WandaVision, essentially Wanda, you know, Wanda, you know, or Scarlet Witch and Pietro or Quicksilver were bad. They were villains to start mm-hmm. off with and became good. Uh, you know, what happened, yeah, what happened in Budapest? You know, yep. uh, how did her how did how did her recruitment into Shield happen? How did her and Hawkeye become the, the teammate, the duo that they became? You know, who are these you know these characters? Yeah, I want to see kind of what turned her to think I want to join Shield, or was yeah. she joining Shield to be a spy, and then all of a sudden decided, oh, Hydra is actually bad, or whatever it was. You know, I kind of want to see what happened with that. Yeah, and I imagine with these films, I mean, you're going to get a taste of that. Uh, you might not get a full-on origin story. You know, you might get that. You might get that somewhere in the future. Uh, but some type of, you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll get snippets, flashbacks, kind of to kind of fill in the gaps. You know, uh, where she came from, how she became who she was, or you know, with the red, red and a ledger, and then her, her moving into Shield. And how these new characters are going to play into that role, um, <clears throat> you know. Of course, I you know I agree with Ryan too. You know, when Black Widow sacrificed herself in Infinity War, um, there's no re- you know there is no reason at this point to to move her into Phase Four to try to bring her back. You know, because I think that would take that's going to take too much. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, like Tony Stark's character, her character, uh, Captain America, they've kind of moved past. Obviously, they see something else that they're moving forward with Thor, with his new movie, his uh, interaction with the Guardians of the Galaxy. And like, I know we'll probably hit on some of this later, but, you know, like the Ironheart uh, TV series that they're wanting to do and some other things like that they're wanting to have tony stark a part of and you could have him in just for like an episode or kind of like a part-time thing where he's like yeah and and that could be something that's from the past or he developed all that ai stuff so he could have like an an, a jarvis version of himself that just kind of pops up and shows up for the tv show or does the voice for and but that way you're not really you know, bringing his character back, let's say. Yeah. You know, and, or even, it, it's just, like, Coulson, yeah, you know, I can relate and say, well, they brought Coulson back, but then again, you've got to, you know, like Ryan was saying, you've got to start introducing the Young Avengers. You've got to start bringing in the next group, which is the Black Panther, the Captain Marvel, this whole new set of Avengers. Yeah. Because, you know, we're 10 years in, so we, you know, it's another set. Yeah, I mean that's I mean it's phase four, you know this is the new new crop of movies and TV shows. Yes, some of these TV shows and movies are going to fill in the gap for what we don't know so far. But 
you do have to continue to move forward if you're Marvel like with the Young Avengers, uh, Fantastic Four, uh, Ironheart, you know, Thor, Love and Thunder, the Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, the people who have are st- for one still alive. Yeah. You know, and not trying to appease the crowd, you know, and the fans who want Tony and want Scarlet, you know, Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Witch, uh, Black Widow back because you're going to, you're going to take up too much time coming up with, you know, a storyline that's going to bring them back and they just don't, they don't need to. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like anything else. Like, um, if you looked at Harry Potter or you know your favorite novel or something like that, there's a time for a character to be brought in, and there's a time for a character to be brought out. And you want to make sure that their death, if that character does die, is a purposeful, unique, like it adds to the storyline kind of death. Don't just kill off your character just to kill them off because you're tired of them. Or like with Rhodey, they switched out roles because. Uh, the first actor had some issues or something like that, so they bring in Don Cheadle to fill that role. But the character doesn't die until it's time, like with Tony Stark, he fulfilled a purpose. His last work was done. It's time to to move him out. Yeah. So, David, what do you think about Black Widow? What are you excited about? Uh, For me, I don't know. Like, every one of y'all touched on Really good points. Well, thank you. I know um, yeah, so I can't really, really say much, but uh, I think this is the main <laughs> villain, Taskmaster, like Taskmaster, whatever. How you say his name? Like that would be, you know, I would like to know more about him. Yeah. Then uh, there's a lot of villains that I'm, you know, that they haven't even uh, introduced yeah. that were the main guys against the Avengers or even, you know, the Spider Mans and the Iron Man's that I'm like, man, I wish they would really introduce them. Yeah, but I, if you're gonna bring back Tony, wouldn't you like do the timeline, like take Tony from a different timeline? But in the same, wouldn't that ruin that timeline? That's what like I was saying, one. David. That's what I was saying. Unless like, you put him back take... in the same timeline at the same time that you took him. It's that, that, and that, I think that, like I said, that becomes too complicated, you know, for the storyline they've already written, and it just doesn't, it doesn't fit, you know. Tony started by saying, "I'm Iron Man," and then he ended by saying, "I'm Iron Man." I mean, so you just you kind of ruin all of that if you try to bring him back. Like I, I love that idea, like because you know he was able to record. You know, Tony was a, a genius. He he recorded himself in the event that he died so he could talk to his daughter, you know, so what if he was able to come up with some type of AI software that kind of, you know, had a limited number of responses, uh, you know, that his own Jarvis, like he's Jarvis, he's become Jarvis himself almost, but not quite, you know what I mean? Uh, if you want to write yeah. him a storyline like that, that would be cool. But to, 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 to totally bring him back, I think destroys you know, his his send-off. Well, like Luke said, deaths have to be purposeful, you know, have a purpose. And, and it was. And that, yeah, every, right, it had a purpose. You know, they did several different characters' scenes where they killed somebody off. They did that in the Civil War movies. They did it in Age of Ultron. And, but they chose, well, Quicksilver's going to die here. This person's not going to die here. 
um, and they had different characters all through the Infinity War and Endgame that were supposed to die, but they decided, let's go the route of Tony Stark. And, and they talk about the Iron Man movie being a gamble, the whole Marvel Studios being a gamble. We're just going to go in, all in, create this studio, and we're going with this Iron Man movie, show our cards, and it ended up being the start of something and pretty much taking over comics, uh, movies, you know, everything. Because mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember what actor I saw a couple months ago said that the only thing that will save the actual movie theaters right now, since a lot of things are going straight to streaming because of COVID, mm-hmm. they said would be the uh, superhero movies. That'd be the only thing to save actual theaters. That'd be kind of apt to like the heroes. Yeah. Come to save the day. And so, and I felt, yeah. you know, my, my, one of my favorite characters is Iron Man. You know, him and uh, Spider-Man were probably my favorite. Saint, you know, not, not really going with like a group like X-Men, things like that. But those were my single mm-hmm. comics that I really loved reading growing up. And to see my favorite person, pretty much Robert Downey Jr., who is Tony Stark in real life, like he didn't have to act. That's just him being himself on camera. For him to end like that, I just thought that was, you know, pretty much the way it should have ended for me. And then seeing all Did the y'all characters. Cry? Well, yeah, I'm still crying. Yeah. Oh. Well, I nah, didn't. I'm a man. Yeah. <laughs> But to see all the characters there at the end, you know, even the little kid from Iron Man 3, uh, General Ross, Samuel Jackson, all those characters right there at the end of the movie, that was just kind of a, a cool thing. And then putting his first arc reactor that he had in his chest out in their little wake. So, um, so I'm going to read off, and this is pretty much been confirmed and like what Ryan was talking about a while ago, you know, a lot of things are just kind of in talks and whatnot. These are some of the television series. Of course, we know WandaVision's already being done. It's got two more episodes. Uh, we'll touch on that here in a little bit. The Falcon and Winter Soldiers come out next month, but then you have Loki. You have What If, in case you don't know what that's about. The What If comics were just like, what if X-Men or Wolverine joined Magneto? What if Captain America joined Hydra? That's kind of the scenarios this is. And this is supposed to be uh, something I've read where they're bringing back some of the characters like Steve Rogers, Tony Stark, and some of these older guys where they've signed on to do some of these shows. Um, hmm. And I know that's already being worked out and I, I don't know some of the episodes that we want to do, but I know the guy who plays Crossbones, name slipped my mind right now, uh, from the Captain America movies. His character is supposed to be brought back. But then we have Miss Marvel. Um, I know David would be more familiar with Miss Marvel. She's um, <laughs> a no. character, especially in the Avengers video game that's come out, one of the main characters. But she has, where she can her body can stretch and resize and things like that. That's a series coming out. Hawkeye, which we talked about earlier. Um, Moon Knight, uh, She-Hulk, which there's actually going to be 
Uh, I've read Mark Ruffalo is supposed to be cameoing in that. The Guardians of Galaxy, uh, Galaxy Holiday Special, Secret Invasion, Ironheart, which I talked about, Armor Wars, which pretty much goes in all together with War Machine, pretty much all Tony Stark's uh, tech. And then it's not titled, but a Wakanda series based on the whole land of Wakanda. Hmm. So the Secret Invasion, Ironheart, all those, I've read those series and stuff growing up. So I'm super, super excited about those. But I'm interested in seeing Moon Knight. And since these are TV shows, I don't feel like it's going to be, you know, Luke and I have talked about the CW all the time and talked about, you know, the Flash. We've talked about um, some of the, uh, the crap. Can you think of his name? Black Lightning? Well, no, not Black Lightning. Uh-huh. Who's the lawyer that's blonde? Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah, that yeah. guy. But, you know, look at talk about it would be cool, you know, if these guys could Punisher. be part of the Marvel Universe and stuff instead of have to recast them and have a different Punisher. You know what I mean? Well, they can now. All well, of yeah, the they can to, to, now. Like, well, the, all that's the what I'm saying. They shouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. Just, uh, they're back with Marvel. They can, but it doesn't seem right. And if you watch the Punisher, dude is the Punisher. Yeah. He did such a great job, and I forget the actor's name at the moment. I'm sorry, John Berthnall. Yeah, does a great job as the like you believe he's the Punisher. It's like Hugh Jackman with Wolverine. I don't know if it's been confirmed. Confirmed. I don't know if it's been confirmed. Confirmed, but there are strong rumors that. the guy that plays uh, Charlie Cox, the guy that plays Daredevil, is going to be in the Spider-Man movie. Well, see, here, all right, glad you brought. I'm not saying it's been. I'm not saying it's been confirmed, but I'm well, pretty sure there's like there. I know there's strong rumors about that. You know, we all talked about it. Even though there are on the costume fitting days, we there's videos of uh, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and some of those characters all showing up at the studio. Well, of course, Tom Holland comes out and says, no, none of these guys are going to be in the movie. He goes, if they are, that's even a surprise to me. I wouldn't be surprised because Tom Holland can't keep his mouth shut in the first place because he's done ruin some of the movies and secrets and things. So it's kind of like, if you tell any of our secrets, you're fired. Or, guys, we're not going to tell him. Let's just tell him. And then we'll put the movie together. And then it's like, like, Andrew, go stand in the back and we'll have you swing in. And so, you know, Tom Holland's doing all this stuff and doesn't realize Andrew Garfield's just swung swing in the background or something. And then all of a sudden he's watching the movie on opening night and he's like, oh, they were in the movie. It's definitely that second one. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, I don't know, you know, I can never believe anything. I hope it's just kind of left out there. I don't want them to say... Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield are in this movie. I want it to kind of be like, boom, there they are. And I've heard the th- same thing about uh, them. Like one thing was him hiring Murdoch as his legal person to go against the Daily Bugle because of them falsely saying that he's Spider-Man was one talk of, of script. So... Is that like picking up after the 
after the Spider-Man two, yeah, where he came out and said that uh, Mysterio said that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. revealed the secret. Yeah, okay. that should be interesting. But I'm, like I said, I'm interested in it. I'm. I think I what's piqued my curiosity is the mutants in the MCU with, you know, the whole WandaVision and everything else. Yeah. That's what's piqued my interest. See how they're going to push forward little by little. So talking about just the movies, since you were talking about that. So we got Black Widow. We have the Legend of the Ten Rings, which you've seen bits and pieces of those. The Ten Rings had to do with the group that kidnapped Tony Stark in Iron Man. Um, I think you see a little bit of them in Iron Man 3. So you've kind of hinted on those there. You have the Internals, the new Spider-Man movie, the Doctor Strange multiverse movie, uh, which I've heard some things about that, about what they plan on doing with Captain America, possibly, and Scarlet Witch. Then you have Thor, Love and Thunder. And then the Black Panther 2. Then Captain Marvel 2. The new Ant-Man. New Gardens and Galaxy. And then pretty strong rumored Fantastic Four. Which I've heard recently that... That's not a rumor. Some of the original cast has been... From the original one, has been asked to reprise their roles in the Doctor Strange movie. Like in the multiverse? The Doctor Strange multiverse, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that... uh, Because here's the rumors I've heard about the Doctor Strange. That Chris Evans has been signed on to reprise his role as an evil Captain America. Uh And also (laughs) as um, Johnny Storm. I could maybe see that happening. But I know that the... Fantastic Four is not a rumored movie. That That's going to happen. But, I don't know. I feel like they've tried that one so many times. No, no. Yeah. I'm right. saying that Marvel has actually said they, they did it. I, one well, of I know what you're saying. I just I feel like if after the sixth try, you just need to quit it. Like, yeah, but it hasn't been Marvel Studios, though. It hasn't been Kevin Feige. Because the last <laughs> crapped out movie they st- they wouldn't even let Stan Lee give any of his opinion like all the other movies. Usually he'd give his two cents and say, "Well, this is how I see that character doing," and you know whatever he approves it kind of. And they didn't want him any part of that. And that's like I I still never finished the movie. I made it as far as I can make it twice. Is halfway through. I, I, I haven't. I have not watched that movie, and I have not watched the new X Men movie. New X Men movie, which one? Uh, the Phoenix one, the Dark Phoenix. Oh, one, Dark or Phoenix. Or New Mutant. It was okay. I'm not going to watch either one of those movies. I, like I no. liked it a lot better than Fantastic Four. The last two X Men movies I watched were Deadpool two and Logan. I saw <laughs> Doctor uh, rumor about Doctor Strange is actually supposed to go into old Logan multiverse. I don't know. I, I saw that yesterday. 
I mean, I don't know what Sam Raimi's going to do. You know, I would think, I would think some. No, never mind. I just had a thought about a different. I just had a different train of thought for a moment there regarding. I keep thinking about what Paul Bettany and uh, Elizabeth Olsen have both said that there's going to be this uh, Luke Skywalker level cameo for WandaVision. And when you said Logan, I've been thinking about that off and on. I've been. Are you talking about where Paul Bettany said that he was fixing to work with somebody that he's always dreamed of working with? Yeah. Yeah. And like a lot of people have thought maybe it's going to be Magneto, like Ian McKellen Magneto. Yeah. Um, I don't, I think some people have, you know, assumed maybe it's going to be Doctor Strange, which I don't, I don't think it's going to be Doctor Strange. And my thought just now, like this, there's no, there's no backing behind this. And I don't really think this is probably going to be the case, but for some reason, my thought just went to, no, it's going to be Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. <laughs> Cause Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool has been confirmed. Like that's, that's, their Marvel Studios has said we're going to make Deadpool three in the future. Well, yeah, like in the near future. So it wouldn't surprise me if they somehow well, since, brought since, in Ryan Reynolds to help save the day. And because I mean, I think they, honestly, his Deadpool well, is is proud. million to do it. Well, you know, Paul Bettany said that you know he's working with somebody he's always wanted to work with. So I feel like that means that hasn't been anybody in any of the Iron Man movies or any movie that. Iron Man has been in since he's either been Jarvis or Vision. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Um, and I know a lot of his stuff the, was just voice, so he could go up to the studio and just record his voice, and then they put it into the movie, except for when he became Vision, but that's why that's I feel why, like it's not going to be Doctor Strange or anybody. That's why the thought was it's going to wind up either being Magneto or um, or Charles Xavier, and like not, not James McAvoy and other guy, but either Ian McKellen or, or Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Because it's you know a legendary actor that he's always wanted to work with, and not this is not a knock on James McAvoy, um, or other guy whose name Michael Fassbender. It's not a knock on either one of them because I love both of them as actors. But it would you know you would think someone older, someone that you probably have watched a lot. Both of them are British actors. They've both been in in various plays. I think Paul Bettany has been in various plays. So you know. It would that would be someone you could can I could see him having definitely wanted to work with for his whole entire life or a good chunk of his life and then you know now he gets the chance to even if it's not for a very long time I can also see it being both of them it could be I know well until the Ian McKellen things come out I know Paul Bettany said that nobody has guessed yet correctly who the person is going to be so, yeah, it's totally going to be ryan reynolds's deadpool so luke have you or do you plan on watching the wandavision i finished watching them all oh you did okay because i didn't want to end up bringing well, up my, anything and then no. you plan on watching it so my initial reaction to it was that this was not like it didn't grab my attention however on the first episode you think okay well this is just been making some kind of spoof of the 50s. Yeah. 
And then you find out that there's a much deeper plot behind it and there's more to it than that. And that this is really happening kind of in Wanda's almost her subconscious. Like she's gone into denial and because of her mental abilities, she ends up creating her own reality. Yeah. Um, all the things that she wants. So it, it got a lot better, a lot quicker than now, I realized it was going to. Here's but my thing. Talking about beginning, her I was like, I, this is just silly kind of. Yeah. But, you know, I underestimated Marvel. So. Well, like, talking about it, her going into denial, you know, they show the scene in the movie or in the TV show where she breaks into the sword headquarters and steals vision. Mm-hmm. You know, and all this was five years later. So this was five years after he had died. So it makes me think, what has sword done with vision's technology or with their technology with him during this five years that we're going to either going to see more of, or it's going to be introduced to movies or something for her to think, I found his body finally after being coming back from the blip and now to go into Westview. And now here's another thing, and this might not mean anything. This might be an accident. When we were talking about fantastic four, uh, Rambo's daughter had talked about she was going to text one of her engineer people, you know, and they kind of emphasize that. And in the background, and I don't know if y'all have seen the pictures, but there's a back in the background on a whiteboard, there's a number four kind of placed by itself. And it's written just like the logo of the fantastic four that they're planning on doing. And a lot of people have hinted that her space engineer could be Reed Richards. That's what, you know, so, which they could go anywhere with that. You know, it could be another space engineer, but they just say it's kind of weird, the same episode and things like that. You know, where, where are they going? But there's, there's so, still so many questions to me. Um, what's crazy is Agnes or Agatha, I actually remember her. So when that came to reveal itself, that kind of clicked and it kind of made sense to me. I did like them. Uh, I was super excited uh, when they brought back the other Quicksilver because I did like him from the other X-Men movies. Yeah. Ross, what do you think? There's a lot to think. A lot, a lot, a lot. Like, I didn't catch that. I didn't catch the fact that the, the number four, the, you know, the Fantastic Four, uh, but I think you're right on that one. Uh, if that was since that was there, I think that's a, a play on Fantastic Four and Reed Richards. Um, I'm excited to see who this character is going to be. That is going to in the next two episodes, you know, show up. Now, hold on, hold on one second. I heard somewhere where they said that the last two episodes were actually going to be an hour long each. Do we know if that's confirmed or is that just talk? This next. This next episode is going to be 47 minutes long. 40, okay, well, that's pretty much So that. just 10 minutes longer than it's already yeah, been. That, that, that was confirmed uh, yesterday. Okay. Ross, go ahead. Uh, this is a lot to unpack. Well, I, I, mean, I like that they bring Darcy, uh, Detective Wu. I like that they yeah. brought them in. So this isn't like an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where you have only Coulson. 
with maybe like Lady Sif in one episode and things like that where they need help. You actually have these three people who are connected to, and not counting Wanda and Vision, but these other three people that are from, you know, the main movies. Uh, but, you know, just some things that I, I've talked with Kelsey, you know, my, my, my wifey on is like, In um, Spider-Man, the last Spider-Man, we thought Maria Hill and Nick Fury were doing all this stuff. We come to find out they were shapeshifters this whole time. And Nick Fury is on a quote-unquote beach, and then you see him get walking around this headquarters or something, you know, and he's been just kind of hanging out. Well, a lot of people have connected that to being the uh, the headquarters, which was actually possibly made by Rambo's mom. And that actually Nick Fury knew about this whole Westview in this situation way before. And so that was kind of a connection to this WandaVision. And now, you know, her daughter has come back from the blip after her mom died. Then I started thinking about her mom dying. You know, crap, Star-Lord's dad killed his mom. Maybe this sword agent who's in charge of sword that seems like a bad guy, maybe he killed the mom. You know, because he wanted to be in charge of sword. Yeah. I don't I don't think that's the case. I think she well, I don't I think how she died is how she died. Well, I think so too, but I could see them doing that because of him wanting control or doing something, you know. Is there a connection there with possibly with the cancer though? Because when uh, radiation from all that she's yeah. doing, that's yeah. that's a connection. Like that that would be because a connection. how many times you know the the couple times that uh, Rambo attempted to go into the the hex, it rewrote her cells, and now she I mean but she's got cancer. Um, at least I, I, I implicated that. She, that's what Darcy said. She said she's written, it's rewritten your cells on a molecular level. No, no, you're right because she has powers now. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's she's powers. A, okay. Her her character in the comics is called Photon and it, she's got magical type powers like gotcha. Wanda does. Never mind. So, um, but yeah. I would say, I would say uh, her mom probably got cancer from, you know, exposure to uh, Captain Marvel. Well, and exposure to all the things that they worked on because I mean yeah. you're working on with you I mean you're <laughs> Captain Marvel's radiation I mean really truthfully she's like pure radiation that's what that's what this that's what the stones are <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if that's what kind of gave her cancer and then everything now, everything else before I move okay who is who is Agatha she is a she's a same no, witch, witch pretty much yeah in the comics she's I don't think she's evil in the comics. She's a mentor of sorts to Wanda, which there's a lot of theory videos which out is there that are saying that. Well, Agatha's, Wanda is just it's Wanda. It's not necessarily saying that. Yeah, and it's not necessarily saying that. That last thing you see, which is such a, it's such a banger of a song, you know, that's that's from Wanda's perspective, um, pr- perspective, yeah. That's from her perspective. So it doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily true 
that Agatha is evil um, at all. Like, it, you know, that's what we're, you know, that, that comes from what Wanda's seeing for herself. And so she might be, it might be implying for herself that she's evil and Agatha really might just be trying to show her. Well, somebody pointed out way. on the internet when um, Rambo was doing an investigation and that we found out that Agatha has pretty much done everything, you know, pretended to be under a spell when she's talking to Vision, is the one that brought Quicksilver back, killed Sparky, you know, all that stuff. When she opens up the, like, I haven't went back and watched it, but when she opens up the, the basement, that for a second you see her eyes turn purple. And so some people are wondering, did she get put under the spell? You know, and now she's under the spell of Agatha. And now it's going to be Wanda against three because then Quicksilver pull, you know, comes up and says, Snooper's going to snoop. And then I've got my own thing about that. So is he under Agatha's spell or is he actually curious of, so I'm, I'm just very, I can't wait until Friday to see what's going to happen with that. Like there's, I'm, I'm just still on the edge of my seat with, this david what do you think you were telling me some stuff earlier about it what do you think about i this? mean i think there's a deeper meaning like i think agatha's not really evil i think it's like uh another villain or maybe two one could be like uh one villain can be like mephisto or nightmare from the comics um I don't know. Uh, bringing back Evan Peters' uh, Quicksilver, I don't know if that will, you know, change the next two episodes. Like, if he's a really good guy or trying to figure out how he got there, or is he like somebody else, like somebody like disguised uh, as Quicksilver? Well, like nightmare, somebody I, else. I agree with a with some people that I've watched talk about this, and they're saying is you don't bring Evan Peters back to not play Quicksilver. Yeah, like there's no, there's just no, there's no story sense. You know, it, it would only be for the fans for him to be anybody else. But the fact that he's playing Quicksilver and he's got memories of you know. Wanda's Quicksilver's memories, but he he seems to know that he's not, you know, from the those aren't his. Line. Like yeah. it, you know, I don't think he's anyone else other than Quicksilver that's been brought from this multiverse. But what do you think has, about when she sees a glimpse of him being dead, like she did with Vision? I think, yeah, I, think I mean, she's seeing. Ag- wouldn't it be Agnes's like kind of? Well, I doing? think that's sort of her own psychosis though is that you know she's you know she's used to her peter being dead and now he's back but even she's been distrustful of him being um of him being her peter the whole entire time he's been there she's like that's not your uncle yeah, yeah. so her she knows her brother's dead right and yeah. so she broke into the sword facility and took Vision's body, but Vision's body can't decay. 
like a normal human body. Mm-hmm. So it's still reparable, right? She can still fix it, so to speak, and, and make it like it never happened. But with her brother, he's just a normal human. So his mm-hmm. body is beyond repair. She can't do anything for it. Also, his body, who knows what happened to it? It's probably been buried or uh, burned or whatever. It's been disposed of at this point. And so she probably has to, in order to preserve her brother's memories, she probably has to confiscate a different body. So she hijacks the new guy and basically forces him to play the role of her brother. And that's why we see that discord in him is because he knows that that's not who he is, but he's not strong enough mentally to override it. Yeah. So he's, he's aware of what's going on. But he can't do otherwise because he's under her control at the time. Y'all are watching the one division. Y'all, y'all are watching the y'all saw the 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 end scene right the after credit scene. Mm-hmm. It wasn't very long. Did you know there was an after credit scene after this next last that's last episode? Yeah. You're about where he says Snooper's going to snoop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that I that to me that kind of tells me that you know whatever whatever memory he had is probably off now. I don't I don't feel like he's he's not being controlled by whoever was controlling him before. I, I just that's how I feel about that. And maybe I'm wrong, but I just kind of feel like that that's the case because you even saw his dress, and I understand that this last episode was a was, oh, a, was a no no the the this past episode um, where it was more, it was like the office in modern yeah. family. Like they were dressed more like today and everything, but just like his own style there. Like I, I kind of thought like, it feels like the, whatever veils over him has been lifted a little bit, but I really liked it. The whole snooper is going to snoop thing. Yeah. I said it. I, I would expect in the like next two episodes to have an after credit scene for both, especially the the season finale. Well, I'm really shocked that these other ones haven't had something to kind of leave you ready for the next episode or even maybe like something from another movie. Well, look at it like this. I think this. they're based on like uh, Wanda's reality. Like the reason why we're not having after credits Exactly. It's because it's Wanda's reality. Now, yeah. when you see her go into the basement, right, you see the, the screen go, like, kind of down a little bit. That's because we're entering our reality. Yes. Now, she sees yes. what's happening now and why it's so quiet and and all this other stuff. That's why, you know, I think it was it, is it Tommy or Billy. Both of them. He felt so quiet. He felt oh, so was- calm. That's Billy. Right. Which one of them has the... I think it's Billy. Billy. I'm pretty sure it's Billy. Right. He's, yeah. Can't read Ag- Agnes's mind. So he was having problems earlier in Wanda's reality hearing all these noises. But in Agnes's house, he hears nothing. So, I mean, it. she has a spell, I guess, where she's normalized reality in her way into ours. So, you know, that's why we have an end credit for this mm-hmm. past episode. It's our reality now. Some of that, that power that she's using, 
make a little note here too. If you weren't, you know, if any of you just, you know, how I don't know, I'm not going to claim how much attention you paid to it because like, you can see things and not really think about them. But a lot of that power, obviously, she's drawn from that book. Uh, but those people out there that have the the watchful eyes and go over these all these movies and TV shows screen by screen think that that might be that book might be one of the lost books that was in Dr. Strange or that wasn't in Dr. Strange, but there was a, it was a, um, it was missing in a frame in Dr. Strange. Like this is where this book would have probably been. So that could actually come from the Sorcerer Supreme school or whatever you want to call it. So interesting, interesting thought there. Yeah. I'm, which would tie in, you know, Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. And like Luke had said, you know, when I saw previews, I thought, is this how the whole ep- whole series is going to go? But then I'd see a, a preview that showed, like, color and him as vision. And I thought, okay, well, there's got to be more to it. Like, why are they in black and white, but yet now they're in color? And so, if- so when I saw, I kind of, I had waited already, and I saw, like, three, the first three episodes all in one day kind of thing. And I was like, okay, so that's the 50s, 60s, and I saw the color coming back, and I was like, okay, so it's kind of making more sense. There's a bigger picture, and then I, I've been on the edge of my seat the entire 30 minutes, thinking I kind of just want to wait till the ninth week and just watch them all at once because this is kind of bothering me because I want to just see everything and know what's going on. If I'm correct, and I'm. I know I've read this. I don't know if that person was correct. And that's the, you know, it's always rumors. You don't know if they're correct or not. But if I'm correct, I think these last two episodes are not going to be like based around this television week by week format. Like what I mean is this, you know, the in inverse world television yeah, it's gonna be kind of like a normal thing. These are gonna be normal, you know, like because I mean now the veil's been lifted. We know we know who's controlling this. Yeah. We know what they're doing. So I don't know if there's a, I, I don't personally see a reason for there to be another television style. I don't see it either. And I think point. that's probably why, like you said, the next episode unless it's, would be 47 minutes long. Unless it's used to, you know, it's used as a weapon of sorts. Like, okay, you know, like you got a Rambo who's, you know, she starts like learning her powers and she uses her powers but she's still, you know, new at using her power. So maybe Agatha or if it's Mephisto or if it's somebody else that's really, you know, pulling the, that's really pulling the strings here, they use that television style format to basically put them, put these people at a distance from them. You know what I mean? They use it as a weapon, not as a, you know, not as what we've been looking at it as, but very much a weapon type thing. There's actually... It kind of reminds me, and I think I'm, I know Ross has seen it. I don't know if any of else watched this show, but it kind of it would. I could see them using it how they did in Supernatural. There's a Supernatural episode where the two main characters are going through this television-like world um, or television-like reality, and every time they think, "All right, we've got to jump on the guy that's doing this," it just like he shifts it to another reality, and they realize that they're kind of they're stuck and they have to figure out how to get out of it. So he's using it as he uses it as a weapon against them, 
And, you know, so I could see something like that happening. Yeah. David, got any last comments on WandaVision? No, no, not at all. So are your expectations I'm just looking forward. I'm just looking forward to the next episode. I'm usually looking sure. for, or actually, I'm looking wherever I turn my head and my eyes. <laughs> but Ross, what about you? Any last comments on One Division? No, it's just been good, and I'm looking forward to seeing how it's going to end. Luke, how, how it'll move? You know, hopefully it'll. I mean, I'm sure it will, but it'll push us into the next series. Oh yeah, whatever, which will be, I guess, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yep, next month. Uh, you know, so just but it got better. Watching it all unfold, every all of it, you know, every 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 new project that's coming out for the next few years, and how it's all going to connect and tie in. Yeah, Ryan, anything? It was Agatha all along. I didn't know what to think about that song. I love you know, it. And then all of a sudden she goes. And she said, and I killed Sparky too. I was like, man, that got kind of dark very quickly. I, didn't, I don't know. I <laughs> yeah. love it. But I also love anything that Catherine Hahn does. Like, she's always just awesome in everything she plays in. Yeah. And she's, I feel like she's such an underrated actress, but she just kills every role. She was great in Parks and Recreation. She was great in, um, she was great in Step Brothers. She's just always, oh, she's just. That all around good and she's by the way here's two fun facts that's her singing that song because yeah. she has a she has a singing voice and then in the show someone someone did this i saw this on tiktok someone actually went and uh pulled this sound and pitched it so there's this scene in wandavision in this last episode of WandaVision where Wanda's talking to the cameras and the camera talks back to her mm -hmm. and she says, you know, it's a man's voice. Well, someone took that voice and they, you know, they, they went and put it into their sound thing and they, they changed the sound of the voice. And that's Catherine Hahn's voice pitched. Hmm. Like that's just, that's good filmmaking. That that's good television because you see Catherine Hahn and she's the one behind the, She's the one behind the director's chair. Yeah. So it makes sense that like she would be the one talking and everything. But here's I'm trying to find this real quick because someone pointed this out, and I was at, I was like awesome. Um, but oh, where is it? I think there is going to be MCU content from here until the end of the year. Every week from here until the end of the year. So. I thought that was, I thought that was awesome to learn or to realize because like we go into Falcon and Winter Soldier and then we Loki go, I think we go into Loki and then the what, what if, if stuff. And then Black Widow. Yeah. So there's going to be. After not having anything in 2020, then we need something. Mm-hmm. So real quick, um, before we finish, so I was looking at the what if. Uh, I don't know if some of y'all know Jeffrey Wright is going to play the character The Watcher. And The Watcher is the person that pretty much sees everything that's going on through all of the multiverse. Kind of like a Doctor Strange in a way. 
But this is how the person, uh, the head writer, describes the character. He says it's a guy watching a rat drag a slice of pizza across the platform. He has no interest in becoming friends with the rat, living amongst the rat, or doing rat things. He just goes, man, this is remarkable. Look at the little guy go. He says, this is the watcher's relationship with humanity. And he said that Jeffrey Wright fits that character to the T. And so that's why he has him. So he's the one that kind of redoes reality and has what if this happens. So here's some of the characters. Um, now, I don't know if they've already filmed some stuff or some things are going to be used like from deleted scenes from some movies but um are you talking about what if what if it's all going to be animation it's going to be animation yeah it's all going to be animation. i heard that some of it was going to be live action i'm pretty certain that everything's animation and they've already done it because like you have um you have a black panther you know what if what if t'challa was actually star lord and prior to his passing well, the reason why i'm asking is is because they have josh brolin chadwick boseman Haley atwell jeff goldblum uh frank grillo sean gunn uh, they have all the main people so you know and some of this stuff I, you know i think i think it's cool that the fact that they're not if it is going to be the animation you know they're not using other people do the voice for the animation, yeah. you know, from Natalie Portman down to P Paul Rudd. Um, you know, they're even saying that, you know, Stephen Strange, the collector, Captain America, Iron Man, Captain Marvel, all these are characters that plan on being on it. Yeah. So I'm excited. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm ready to finish out 2021 with all the I'm ready to start 2021 with all of them yeah. <laughs> and see your content <laughs> not finish it yet let's see who we're going first anybody get a chance to see the um, Zack Snyder cut for the Justice League no well it has not come out yet so no haven't what, watched the trailer it. oh the trailer. trailer I've seen the trailer but yeah. I haven't seen the movie what, what do you think of it but well, we're not going to talk I mean, about that. This is not a. Is well, I'm just saying, Marvel? Kind of nice. we'll stick to the better, the better class, David. Yeah, true. <laughs> well, no, I, I liked it. Ryan, what do you think? I've been super interested in this movie for a long time. I. I'm still interested in it. I'm not a fan of the picture that they released today. What was the picture? It's a picture of Jared Leto as the Joker, um, but he's in very much a, you know, he very much looks like the Christ. I'm not a fan of that. And I think I'm offended by it a little bit. I haven't seen it. It's, it's, it's new and you can find it. Just put Jared Leto, Jesus, and fate in Google images. And it, that should be the first thing that pops up. Because it's Joker, that's his or Joker Jesus. But I'm not a fan of that picture. Like, I don't know what they're going. I don't know the. I don't know what they're planning on doing with the Joker in that. Um, I know unless they unless they're radically changing the story. I know part of what's going on 
in that sequence of events is a nightmare world um, that Batman, that's a Batman's dreaming up and everything. So I'd imagine that, you know, I would imagine that that's, that's where that's, that part is from and whatnot. Um, but I, I don't really, like, I just like, I don't like that. I don't like that for a couple of different reasons. One, it's the Joker. Two, you know, it's the imagery of the Christ. And three, Jared Leto has an actual Messiah complex. So, like, we don't need to give that guy any more kind of, you know, ammunition to go off. <laughs> that dude has a cult. That's a fact. You can look it up. He actually has a cult. Um, and so, so I'm not I'm not a fan of that. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still going to watch the movie because it's going to be free on HBO Max. And I like Zack oh, yeah. Snyder as a person. I think he's a good person. And I think, you know, I think his vision can be a little weird sometimes. But, I'm just, you know, I was like, eh, it's not that that. There's a line I did not realize that, you know, I didn't want crossed. And <laughs> turns out that's it. Yeah. Because I, I I'm, a, I'm okay with the Jesus imagery in Superman because if you know anything about the origins of Superman, he's based off of the Messiah. Um, that's what his Jewish creators specifically were doing when they created him. Um but, you know, and Zack Snyder does like to use Jesus imagery in a lot of his movies, but it doesn't like the, the Joker, the Joker one doesn't make sense to me. And I just don't, I don't like it. So, but, you know, I'm not going to, it's not going to stop me from watching the movie. Yeah. Well, before we end, well, we just talk about some personal things real quick. So how's everybody doing with being stuck in the house for almost a week with all the snow and stuff. As a teacher, I am ready to see my students again. This whole teaching from home on the computer while they try to do theirs at home, like that's not what any teacher signed up for thinking, you know what, you know what I want to do with my life? I want to sit at my house and just type instructions for students to follow like I'm ready to get back in the classroom and I'm glad that we're going back tomorrow. Uh, as far as my own kids, I love spending time with them. Like oh, yeah. part it was pretty easy. It was great. We loved the snow. Loved it. Played in it every chance we could. And at least once a day went out until they had frostbite. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> had frostbite, but they would have gladly. And yeah. so just loved playing in the snow. And it was great. It was a record setting here in Sheridan with, like 18 inches i think it got up to like 22 in some places so it was yep. it was more snow than i've seen in my whole life ross how are you doing i'm fine i'm back at work back at work but you know got the chance to spend time with my wife you know we were in the without power for a whole day uh, had to do three episodes of one at ep- three parts of one episode of the last of us two <laughs> Cause they were, I get about 20 minutes into it and the lights would go out again. But, uh, and you were losing your internet, internet too, weren't you? I, I did for, we did for a little bit. Uh, Ross, I know you and I have a, a similar issue. Did you lose your wife in the snow? Uh, no, she didn't even go out in the snow. <laughs> Mine disappeared a couple of times and I had to dig her out. <laughs> I tried she to I turn around and be like, where's my wife? Oh, she's in the snow. See her hand up. Okay. Me. Yeah. yeah, got yeah. some, got some, got some gaming in. Uh, we binge watched uh, Yellow Yellowstone. Uh, 
If you haven't seen that, watch that show. You yeah, the last couple of days down here really helped with it being low 50s and high 50s and stuff, so... I think there's one area that still might be a little bit iced over, but I think, well, I know we're going back tomorrow. So, yeah. So we'll be good. David, what's on your mind? Uh, hey, wake up. I'm just ready. For me, I didn't enjoy the snow. Yeah. Not being able to, you know, go out and do stuff. It drives me insane. I understand. There's some people that got to get out and, be on the go like, all the time. With the, and... Like with the whole COVID started, right? In like February. Yeah. Being stuck in the house, it's giving me like uh, depression, like cabin fever type feel. And it's like, it's hard. And I put like a lot of stress on my family, just being in, in the house and not being able to kind of like do anything about it. So like, you know, I deal with, like I always deal with certain things, just kind of bottle it up and let it go. And yeah, there's I, times where I, there was, yeah. um, you know, back during the all the COVID, you know, Luke and I were always at home with doing our teaching, and then we were also the ones having to teach our own kids because our wives were still getting out and working. And they let us, you know, at that time, everything's closed. Theaters are closed. Sporting events are closed. Everything is just shut down. So, like, May? Not to mention, we were under, like, a two-week quarantine where we weren't supposed to do anything anyway. And so, I think it was, what, end of April or May, uh, the wives had talked about they're going to give us, like, a, a dad pass or whatever you want to call it. And so, we went fishing all day and that way we had no duties whatsoever just because of what we've done which i was very thankful for because that's besides me going because our kids for one hadn't even been outside the house because you know i hadn't even taken them to walmart because at that time we really didn't have any masks i didn't know what to do with that um i hadn't been to you know outside of work because i get up get my kids going i'm doing my work we go outside in the backyard for a little bit go back in And the only time we were doing anything was to go to Luke's house and play. That was pretty much it. So so I was very thankful for that day to be able to just. Just go. Yeah, to go. So I understand, David, because, you know. I I mean, I wish I could just up and go and, you know, go fishing or do whatever. But I understand. You know, without no transportation in certain spots, you know, kind of leave you. You know, lonely and isolated. It's just like a dark cloud. I got you. You know, everybody needs uh, everybody needs to be able to get out every once in a while. Everybody needs a little bit of change. I know there's some people that are not they don't like to be out in crowds or they're kind of homebodies, but every once in a while they like to get out. Or people that 
or always on the move want to take a chance to sit down. You know, every once in a while, I've talked about it with Luke. Sometimes we're like, man, I just want to stay at home this weekend because with my, you know, my personal kids, I feel like every weekend there's a gymnastics meet where Cheney has baseball, Cheney has basketball, Cheney has football, and Zoe's got softball. And I'm like, I always feel like I'm busy. And so when I realize, oh, I don't have anything this Friday, I'm like, wow. Basketball season. Yeah, and like, you know, and then after my volleyball season, I have about three-week period and awesome basketball kicks up where I'm busy two to three nights a week, sometimes four. You know, and that's fixing to wind down. And after that, then it's going to start changing Zoe's baseball and softball. So I, I understand, you know, and because sometimes I'm just like, I just kind of want things to slow down. Which your situation, you're needing to get out. I don't know. I feel like when you're isolated, time slows down, and you're just kind of like, Man. "Oh yeah." It's like, like I wake up in the morning. I'm just like, "What am I going to do today?" Wake Absolutely up in the morning. Nothing. That's silly. You wake up at one, then you take a five-hour quote-unquote nap, <laughs> and then in the middle of a text conversation. Okay, that's if I, I'm staying up past, what, three, four o'clock in now, the morning. Hey, time out. No no more talking from you. Ross, how long is a nap? <laughs> uh, how long is a nap? Shoot, I'd say an hour on average. Okay, Ryan, how long is a nap? For me, not very long ever at all. Okay. Keen, how long is a nap? I'm gonna say two hours max after that. Two hours max. Coma. Okay, Ron. So <laughs> give me give me how long not long is yours. I mean, like for sometimes I feel like I nap for maybe like thirty minutes at most. Okay, so we have an hour, two hours, thirty minutes. That's three and a half hours combined, David. And you went five okay. hours. Okay. So All you, right. Well, do you nap every night? That's a medical condition. (laughs) (laughs) No, like, all right. There's times where I go to bed on time and I wake up super early, maybe like four or five o'clock in the morning before the sun rises. Then I'm up all day. And then I'm just like, I just want to lay down and go to sleep. And then I'll, I'll say, Oh, I'll take a 30 minute nap and then do whatever. But then I'll just flat out go to sleep. And I wake up, it's like maybe midnight. I'm like, wow, shoot, I shouldn't have done that. So, like, I'm really hard on myself when I try not to nap that much or that long. Because I feel like I miss out on things. Like, you know, going outside maybe or walking to the store. I feel like I miss out on doing normal things. by just, you know, falling asleep five hours, six hours at the most. That's well, just I, how I feel. I was one growing up where I um, always had to get up. I didn't want to sleep past eight or nine in the morning because I felt like I could get so much stuff done during the day. 
but I would stay up late because I was kind of a night owl, but that's how I was. Well, guys, anybody else have anything to comment on? No, I'm good. Has anybody Pretty watched good. anybody watched the new rock series? Is it good? Sheeks. <laughs> I I actually like the first show. It's kind of interesting, which you know I've heard him talk about in some interviews and stuff about. Uh, Detective Wu is the guy who's interviewing him, so I thought that was kind of cool. But I'm going to check it out eventually. Uh, I just yeah. appreciate everybody thinking on a deeper level than because I, like Randy, I told you today a little while ago about some tweets I commented on, you know, that regarding The Last of Us and uh, just people who hated it because, well, you killed Joel. Yeah, you killed they killed Joe, but like you're not like not thinking on a deeper level, you're not connecting connecting yeah. on a deeper level and or even making an attempt. You just you know, you, you look at what's on the surface and 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 because of that sole fact you hate it. Uh, yeah. Like that's that's dumb, you know. Uh, I'm so, about character deaths. If they have a meaningful death that progresses the story. Like that's as important as them having a main role in the life. Mm-hmm. I want my life to mean something, but I want my death to mean something too. Yeah, everybody is like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many people boycotted Marvel after they killed Black Widow, or you know, I ain't never watching it again. Yeah. Kill Iron Man without that death, though, like without Black Widow making that sacrifice, they don't win. Yeah. Exactly. That's the reasons why there's these there's, meaningful these the death adds more to the story than a mundane. Life. Yeah, there's the reason why these are the best movies that have come out in the past decade. Yeah, there's a reason why The Last of Us has cut has won over nom- nominated and won over two hundred different awards. Yeah, like these games don't suck. These movies don't suck by any means, but because your favorite character died, you know, look at it on a di- at it from a different angle, get a different perspective. You need some things on a deeper level than just what's on the surface. Just be, you know. So, I like that's what I love about our talks. We 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 go in depth. We think about it from a different angle than just what we see on the surface. Well, we each have our own opinion. Whether you and I agree on a certain scene in One Division, and Luke, Ryan, and David agree a different way, you know, or we all five have a different version of what we think is going to happen in the next Avengers or WandaVision or the next Madden game, you know, it's like it like I didn't you know, in The Last of Us, I didn't want Joel to die. I loved his character. I didn't want Iron Man to die. But to me, then again, that is so cool because now when I watch the WandaVision opening scene in the Marvel Studios thing, when they show like the little scenes of the comics, you know, and you see Captain America throw his shield and Hulk doing something, and and then you see like right there on the side of the, the R or whatever it is, whichever letter, you see his hand come up and snap. Like, that scene to me is just so cool, because that was, and that was totally improv. That was not supposed to be his line. And for them to say, he needs to say, I am Iron Man. And then 
there it is. There's a scene. I think you know, going back into that real quick, I, I they showed the lead a scene where like everybody started kind of kneeling, all the characters during that scene. I don't know. I think I'd kind of like to have seen that in the theater that night of all the characters kind of kneeling. I wish they wouldn't have taken that out, but that's just me. Yeah. But anywho, anybody got anything else before we end for the night? Nope. I got nothing. All right. Well, Ross, Luke, Ron, David, appreciate. I love our chats. Uh, I wish we could all be in a studio somewhere and I'll hang out so we can actually see each other. Indicated radio, man. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. But this isn't much, but I still love doing it. Uh, I know we've done done a couple of random ones with Ross and Ron just to do it. If Because I've been, I don't know, didn't really want to do one just on the Super Bowl because overall the game was kind of boring to me. I didn't have a dog in the fight, but just one as much, much action. And then basketball just kind of been blah recently. And so it hasn't really been much to talk about. So I figured we'd just do one big thing over Marvel. I, I, I feel like both sports need to get their uh, ejections, calls, and everything else right. I feel like NFL kind of misses stuff. The NBA does little ticky tech technicals, and uh, yeah. it, it ruins the game. It ruins the game for fans and the players out on the court. Yeah. Yeah, there was some bad calls this week, especially in the NBA. I don't know. All right. Well, that'll be it. If anybody uh, has anything they want us to talk about in the future, you can comment to our podcasts. We are on Anchor. We are on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Just look up Titan Avenger Gaming or TA Gaming, and you'll find us. We have all of our recent ones. And... um, yeah, just any kind of topic you want us to tackle. If you don't agree with what we say and you want to argue with us, feel free to join us. I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, and I'm sure the other four guys don't mind either if you want, because we all don't agree. If you've listened to any of our videos, we have all have our own opinions on stuff. But yeah, if I grew you up want with to. Two brothers, I can argue with anybody. Yeah, if you if you think you want to be a Skip Bayless or a Stephen A. Smith, then come on, we'll take it on. Especially somebody's brother who never wants to join our podcast, William. But I would like for <laughs> somebody to jump on here and let us have it. Anyways, I think you only talk about Cam Newton, to be honest with you. Well, I got my crap to say about Cam Newton, so I'm ready for William to come on, especially the stuff that he tried to throw at the little teenager. Even though the teenager shouldn't have done that, you know, that's a whole different story, but Cam Newton shouldn't have been a bigger person walked away. Anyways, all right, guys, appreciate it for having you all tonight, and um, 
look forward to a future podcast coming out here in the next week or two. Signing out. All right.